Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week, you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now here's your host, the Gospel Girl, Tammy Becker. To now our view of the New Jerusalem only looked dazzling. We haven't seen any soft grass to sit on, green trees to sit under, or water or food to enjoy. Now we see a soft richness to this city of elaborate beauty. Hi, everyone. I'm Tammy Becker. Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. This is week 28 into our series of Revelation. And today is the finale. Woohoo! We did it. Our podcast today is titled The Finale in All Its Beauty. Can you believe we've done it? 28 weeks it's taken us to get through the book of Revelation. What a ride it's been. So my podcast today is going to be based on the reading in the final chapter of Revelation, and that is 22. And if you want to follow along with the notes, or maybe you want to find the links to anything I mentioned in the podcast today, you can grab that in the description or by visiting www.youministries.com and look at the corresponding that goes with the podcast. As we get started, I want to remind you of my disclaimer that, as always, do not take my word or anyone's word for what you read. Put yourself into the Bible, the good word of God, and let him discern it for you. I'm only human. I make many mistakes. I do not claim to know or understand everything in the Bible. I just like to bring things out in the study that are interesting and that I have studied and that I believe to be true at the moment. Sometimes God reveals things differently later and I am transparent and I will let you know if I've made a mistake because I do that often. (laughs) Okay, well, here we go. We come to the last chapter of the Bible to the final scenes of the greatest heavenly wonder. And this also brings us to the end of the word of God. The end of the Bible. All right here. God gives us his final words here. And because they are the last words, we have a great significance. We are brought to the end of man's journey. Oh, The path has been rugged, and so many questions remain unanswered. Many problems remain unsolved, but we enter into eternity in fellowship again. There all will be answered. It's all going to be answered then. So the Bible opens with God on the scene. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It concludes with him on the scene and in full control of his own, Jesus Christ, God himself suffered. He paid a price and he died, but the victory and the glory are his, and he is satisfied. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 11. 
this new Jerusalem will be God the Father and God the Son's headquarters. What about the Holy Spirit? In the first creation, the Holy Spirit renovated and renewed, lightened earth, Genesis 1, verse 2. Today, the Holy Spirit is God's instrument of regeneration in the hearts and lives of sinners. In the same way, there will be no need for his work in the new creation. Therefore, the silence of God is eloquent here. Up to now, our view of the new Jerusalem only looked dazzling. We haven't seen any soft grass to sit on, green trees to sit under, or water or food to enjoy. Now we see a soft richness to this city of elaborate beauty. The angel escorting John through his vision of heaven then shows him a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal proceeding from the throne of God and the Lamb in verse 1. So in the first Eden, a river branched into four rivers. In the New Jerusalem, a river called Water of Life flows from the fountain, which is God's throne. On either side of the river is Tree of Life bearing 12 kinds of fruit each month, a continuous supply in abundance and variety. Like in the Garden of Eden, we will eat and drink in eternity. Genesis chapter 1, verse 29 to 30. However, unlike the garden, there's no possibility of sin entering there. Contrary to the cartoons, heaven isn't a place where we hang out on clouds strumming harps. It's a place of fruitful activity. We'll work in heaven and we don't need rest. Perhaps the Lord will give to each saint a world or a solar system or a galactic system operate like Adam was given dominion over the old creation on this earth. Redeemed mankind will at last fulfill our destiny and satisfy the desires of our heart. We, we will each bear the name of Christ and each will be like him, yet within our own personalities. I mean, it just sounds fabulous over and over and over. I just can't even believe we're to the end of our series here. But Jesus promises to return. So we're coming to the end now here as, as we do. Jesus promises that events begin to take place. He will come quickly, quickly. He then puts his own seal on this book, calling these words faithful and true in verse six. Our Lord is talking about reality. Beginning of the this book, he gave a blessing on those who read and hear and keep these words. Now in the conclusion, the Lord Jesus repeats the blessing on those who keep these words. We aren't to spiritualize them or reduce them to empty stories. This book isn't meant to satisfy people's curiosity, but to live and apply. The Lord reveals that just as the condemned lost person in hell will increasingly become more sinful, so the servant of God will continue to grow 
and righteousness and holiness. Heaven is not static. The child of God will have all eternity to grow in wisdom and knowledge. And then John, our faithful reporter, sums up his thoughts. He said he is so overwhelmed by what he heard and saw that he fell down to worship, worship the angel who showed all this to him. But angel's simplicity and meekness is impressive. And though the angels were created above man, this angel identifies himself as a fellow servant with John and the other prophets. I'm just the messenger told to communicate God's word to man, he said, and direct all worship to God. Christ is the centerpiece of the revelation. Don't lose sight of him. Our Lord promises he's coming again, and he will personally reward each believer individually, those in the church at the rapture, as well as those of Israel and the Gentiles at his return to set up his kingdom at the millennium. As the revelation ends, the Lord Jesus asserts his place as God. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, in verse 13. He said this at the beginning of the book, and now he concludes with it. He gives the angel his very personal message. I, Jesus, verse 16, taking the name of his saviorhood, the name he received when he took on humanity and the name that no man knows but he himself, we will spend eternity centering on him. He's all we're going to talk about. He also refers to himself as the root and the offspring of David, which connects him to the Old Testament, but he is the, er, the bright and morning star to the church, verse 16. Have you noticed the bright and morning star always appears at the darkest time of the night? It, uh, its appearance indicates that the sun will be coming up shortly. The Old Testament ended with the promise that the sun of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. That is the Old Testament hope. Malachi chapter 4, verse 2. But to us, he is the bright and morning star who will come in a very dark moment. So Jesus continues his appeal through John to the reader. Let him who hears, or those who hear this book, read in the churches as was common in John's day. This includes us, too, and everyone who prays for the Lord's return, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, and Luke chapter 11, verse 2. The Holy Spirit joins in prayer of the church, which says, Lord Jesus, come, come. He works through the word and through the church, and that proclaims his work. Jesus then turns the invitation around and invites the thirsty to come to him freely and take the water of life. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. John chapter 6, verse 35, chapter 7, verse 37. Those who do not yet believe obviously need to come in order to take their first drink of this living water in Christ of eternal life. Believers, too, need to come to him again and again. 
him who thirsts, verse 17, the person who senses their spiritual need broad enough to include absolutely everyone. Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, John chapter 4, verse 10. This water of life costs us nothing, but it cost Jesus Christ everything to give himself for us. He gives us that invitation today. If you're tired of drinking the principles of this world, he invites you to come. Don't wait. When these things become pass, Jesus will already be will, will then be at the door. Come, Lord Jesus, is the heart cry of every true believer in verse 20. The Old Testament ends with a curse. The New Testament ends with the benediction of grace on the believer. Grace is offered to all, but if anyone refuses the offer of Jesus Christ extends, they must bear the judgment pronounced in this book. Grace is offered to you. It's the only way you can be saved. Believe him and receive it. I just hope that you listen to any part of this. I get really choked up right now because I don't want anyone to spend eternity other than with our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want you to go to torment. I don't want you to be in hell forever. So if you have any questions about salvation, please reach out. All of the ways of contact for me are in the description. Please reach out. I hope you enjoyed this series. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. This is Tammy Becker. I'll see you next time. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. If you have a testimony you would like to share with us, please contact us through our website at uministries.com. That's youministries.com. Until next week, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.